Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudow. And I'm Martha Jackson. And Valentine's Day is around the corner. Martha, do you have any big plans for next week? Well, we do the same thing each year, and it all started before we had kids. Sean would go out and get lobster, and he would cook an amazing lobster dinner. And we just decided to keep doing that, even though we have kids. So sometimes we'll set up a table outside, and it has a candlelight on it. And we have the kids, and we gather around. They drink sparkling water. We have champagne, and we have our Valentine's dinner. That's adorable. What about I love you? That. One time, I took Charles on a Valentine's dinner, and it was the three of us, and it was really nice. They both dressed up. We went to Parisi's. It was really a nice time. But we don't have a tradition. We used to go to a restaurant called Capo in Santa Monica, which was our favorite restaurant. And inevitably, Chris would not make a reservation, and we'd end up having dinner at 11 p.m. or 4:30. Oh my. The early one or the late one? You know that your date didn't make plans when you're eating at 4.30 or 11 p.m. (laughs) That's a good point. I I used to hate Valentine's Day, especially in college when I was living in the Trito house, because the doorbell would ring all day long with deliveries of flowers, and they were never for me. Oh, how could that be? (laughs) It is true. But that all changed when I met Sean. And lobsters came your way. (laughs) Lobsters. Lobsters holding flowers. Nothing says love like lobsters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my husband's always been really good about gifts Uh for me, for birthdays, for Valentine's Day. And like the best thing he ever did was when Valentine's Day, our first Valentine's Day together, he bought me a pair of Prada shoes. Oh, my. And I thought, I love this man. (laughs) Sean, are you listening to this? Get some ideas. (laughs) I thought it was so personal. But I have to tell you, the worst gift I ever got on Valentine's Day was also for my husband. Yeah. And he came home and he must have forgotten, wasn't thinking about it. And he probably had it in his (laughs) office. He gave me the Ted Nugent Kill It and Grill It cookbook. And it was autographed. (laughs) This was when we lived in Los Angeles. And I was like, are you kidding me? See, I would think that was funny. I would like that. (laughs) Well, I have tracked down a local love expert for us to talk to today. All right. We're going to talk to Jennifer Stiers. She's the founder and CEO of Love Gen, which is an exclusive singles matchmaking company. And she's known across the nation as one of the top love experts. She's on Good Morning Texas with Jane McGarry all the time. And she shares her expertise on love on all the airways and speaks to all the news radio stations and NBC and CBS and Fox News. And she's all over the place. And Jennifer offers customized personal coaching on matchmaking. So we're going to talk to her today. And she's going to tell us what it's like to be single And even for us married ladies, we could use that advice. I'm sure she's got great advice for us Yeah, in the love department. We're going to ask her questions about, you know, for those of us that have been married for 20 plus years to the same person day in (laughs) and day out. And you literally literally are like roommates, (laughs) like there is nothing romantic going on. (laughs) Okay, when we come back, we'll interview Jennifer Stiers. We're so looking forward to it. Stay tuned. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the Park Cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, 
Our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the break. We're sitting here with Jennifer Styers. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thank you so much for coming on today. Well, thanks for having me. So today I wanted to ask you, because I have a lot of friends that are single right now, so it's kind of on my mind because I go out with them sometimes, and we've been talking about it a lot. And I know a lot of people have a goal this new year of finding romance. Tell us how to go about doing that if you're single. That's a pretty loaded question. (laughs) 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 I mean, there's obviously lots of ways. Uh, People are always looking for the easiest and the quickest way to go about it. And the truth is there's no quick way to find love. Love is something that is a matter of timing. Um, meeting the right person at the right time and obviously positioning yourself in a place where you could meet that person. um, That is also key. But I think before the actual finding somebody, you have to be ready. And that's the most important part is making sure that we're ready and we're healthy and we know who we are, what we want and what we're looking for. Right. Well, the dating world has changed so much. I mean, tremendously. (laughs) I was never on dating apps. So and I know they change in popularity all the time. What are the most popular ones right now and for who? Interestingly enough, I think Bumble is probably one of my favorites. Now, that, um, that's more where the woman does the initiating, right? Yes. Okay. It, it, well, it's I think. I've never I've actually never done it, but I think that's how it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. The th- reason Bumble works is because women want to have control over their dating. They right. want to choose who gets to contact them and who they have correspondence with. Okay. Uh, they have just as much control on the other apps. They really do. And the reason a lot of the other apps don't work for women and the reason Bumble does is because women feel more in control on Bumble because they think it's a woman app. But what is happening is just plain old science. Here's the key to being successful, whatever site you're on. Engage. Where women go wrong with dating sites is they don't engage. They sit back and wait to be courted, basically. So they wait for the right email to come in. They wait for the guy to do all the work. And that's not how it works. Okay. A woman has got to engage. She's got to be a part of it. She's got to email men. She's got to wink at them. She's got to let a man know she's interested. She's got to engage two-way communication, where the reason it works with Bumble is because for some reason, the women think they have a little bit more control over that particular site and over what they're choosing, but it's the same with everyone. Well, it's almost like with this app dating, it's almost like speed dating. Like it's about numbers, isn't it? Like you really want to have more options, right? Yes, it is a numbers game. It is. But the thing about it is, I don't know if either one of you have ever, I mean, you're both married, so hopefully you've never gotten an online dating site, but you've ever peeked over the shoulder of somebody that's on an online dating site. I'm on Tinder right now. Yeah, 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 exactly, right? Um, Along with all the other married people, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what's happening is, even if somebody is ready to date and looking for a relationship, they get on and it's overwhelming. Uh-huh. There are so many options right. yeah. that it becomes almost like a sport and a game. And you can see people on their phones and they're just whipping through people. I have seen people do yeah, that. And it's like it's, Candy Crush. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it I've never even played that. But, uh, but, um, but that's what it is. It's like a sport and everything's based on the picture. The pictures are really important, but also knowing what you want, because it's not just about the face is what's behind. So we have to get used to going, okay, 
there's some type of attraction here, but what is this person about? And I just talked about this the other day on Good Morning Texas, but I can elaborate here, which is so nice. People tend to keep going for the the same people and that's what that's mm-hmm. where they go wrong yes. mm-hmm. is that they really need to open their eyes and their heart to something different because the definition of an insanity is doing the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. right? right the same person same thing we keep finding over and over again and usually it has something to do with looks um, yeah. and it's not just men because we usually blame men for going for the pretty face first and they are very visual so it makes sense but women are visual too mm-hmm. but it is not just about looks and it's not just about attraction we have to if if for example we've gone by somebody by their looks and we're just attracted to somebody we need to look at their hobbies we need to look at their lifestyle we need to be willing to take if we're only used to dating tens we need to look at that five or six and say what about him is endearing do we have commonalities is there anything even though this is not a person that i would normally be attracted to he's emailed me we have this in common i like his profile i like what he had to say his email was well written maybe i need to give this guy a try right because smart men rule there you go. I I'm love smart men. I do too. <laughs> I am. Yes. That's the most important thing to me. Intelligence in dating, is sexy. In dating now that I've been married for 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. In my best experience being married for the last 17 years. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about FarmersOnly.com? Oh my gosh, how funny. I've never even seen it. I've never seen I it. I almost fell out of my chair when I was watching TV in Texas, of course, when I first moved here. Awesome. And I was like, is this like a like a Saturday Night Live commercial? Like they have guys in cowboy hats with bales of hay, lassos, and they're like, and I know the song. You don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. Oh my <laughs> god! I really paid attention. How do you to know that? that? It's a joke. Um, can I tell you something funny? Sean and I met a couple at a concert one time that met via. Get out of here! Were they normal looking? I, I don't. No, if I would. Okay, got it. What's normal? What's normal? Define normal. So I I do have a friend of mine. He is kind of country. He came from the country. He went to A&M. He's got that ag background, but he's in the world. Like he wouldn't know it if you saw him. He's a very snazzy dresser, um, you know, just, but he's got that. He wants a girl that go fishing with him and Mm -hmm. camping with him. So he went on farmers. Uh-huh. He wasn't having any luck. He went on farmers. He said, Jen, I'm getting off. It's horrible. I was going to say, what did he, <laughs> he find? I don't want to say it. He's like, I don't even, some of the, well, I, I probably shouldn't be mean, but, <laughs> but, but I think people were missing teeth and things like that. Like he said, I would just love to just find somebody with a full set of teeth. Oh my. So yeah. Okay. Another app that I heard about, or another, sorry, another site I heard about was I was watching an NBA basketball game. And again, I almost fell out of my chair. It was dateblackpeople.com. Oh yeah. Oh my. Well, match owns that match group owns i didn't know it was part of match Mm -hmm. yeah do you know my buddy gary started match.com years ago oh yeah gary kremen yeah like he founded it yeah crazy oh it is crazy yeah we thought he was nuts we were like "Ah, what a silly idea look at him now he's (laughs) over 20 years ago i mean they just had their 20th anniversary like three years ago maybe or something yeah yeah so you know that's changed and evolved and even match i mean i I'm a consultant, you know, with them, a dating expert, and been doing a lot with them over the years. And they are constantly having to change. They're a work in progress all the time. They're constantly changing their site. They spend so much, and this is so important, I think, when we're talking online dating. They spend so much money 
trying to protect people. So, you know, but one thing I will say about the people at Match is their hearts are in it. They have, they have managed to find a team of people that are all about how can we bring people together and the stories and they, they love love. That's the people behind Match. And then you have the app and it's, you know, it's like crazy. So they're, they are working on it though. I'm hoping that they have tweaked some things with the algorithm so that it's working better for people. Well, it's hard. Like, I wonder, how do people survive in this dating world? I mean, I have a sister who's single and she's on every app, et cetera. And to me, it feels like the world now is like everybody's on an episode of The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which to me, when I first saw that show, I thought, you've got to be kidding me. Like, they're all fighting over this guy and like it's making crazy. out with him, like, like me better. And I feel like... Drives me nuts. Me too. Because that's not love. Okay. Yeah. So it must be so hard to be on those apps because you have to learn to do it the right way. That's why we need somebody like you to advise people. I think what we are missing in relationships and love these days is um, women have really lost their way as women. I think that whole femininity idea, women will fight me on it. They just did the other day. I posted about, you know, women rushing into intimacy in a relationship. And then you've got all these women out there now, like, hear me roar. I'm choosing to have sex right away. It's me. And I want this. And that's not how we're built. It's not how we're built. We're not made for that. We are not made for a one-night stand. Things happen biologically and cellularly when we engage with someone that way in an intimate way. And it changes us. And women can say whatever they want to say. We're, we don't live in a man's world. We need to let men be men. We as women need to be women. And we have forgotten that. And when the yin and yang is gone, that's what creates the problems. And I will say that because you could ask a man too, and these men are burned out. They're confused because they have... Well, they're spoiled, too. They have women throwing themselves. A good-looking man. That's what I've heard, that they no longer have to court the woman, that they can literally text them. The woman comes over, they hop in the sack, and there you go. Totally. They don't have to buy a man or a drink. Netflix and what? I forgot. Netflix and chill. Oh. Oh. You don't know that expression? No, never heard it. That's like, hey, when Netflix and chill, it means come over for a booty call. Get out. Says the 17-year married. (laughs) Right. (laughs) How do you know that? And I don't. You're on Tinder with me, aren't you? Let's get your husband in here. (laughs) Martha and I are dating on Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have Netflix on your TV at home, do you? (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying that women are basically sluts now, right? (laughs) I would never say that. I would not say that because I... I also believe that there is a segment of the population and I have them based on the work that I do and the people that that follow what I do and my advice. There are women that are still looking for old fashioned love and to be courted by a man and still want it. Men want to do it. There are plenty out there that want to do it, that remember how to do it. I just think men are out of practice because they haven't had to do it in a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially in Texas. I mean, we're in the South and there are a lot of great gentlemen here that that really want to be able to court a woman, but women women need to sit down and allow a man to do it. They need to give a man the space and energy to do it. Um, it's funny, here we are as women talking, it's great for a woman to ask herself, you know, I, and I will do this with coaching women, um, what is feminine? You know, describe femininity to me. Most women can't even describe what the word means. And then I'll usually say, well, think of somebody that's feminine, whether it's actor, actress, someone you know, who embodies this feminine energy and they have a hard time thinking of that too Mm -hmm. it's just we've gotten so far away from being a woman and that's what a man is drawn to it's a natural so how do you find love it's easy you be who you are and you be a woman and you allow a man to be a man and and allow that yin and yang energy to happen if there's right 
Well, and at a certain point, you're right. And that was what I was worried about. It's like, I'm not judging anybody. I understand a lot of people want to be in a relationship and it's a different world and I'm not in that world. But I do think if you just say yes to, to somebody who, you know, swiping, whatever, I mean, you're kind of selling yourself short a lot of the time. You right. have to really right. put more thought into it, like you're saying. Yeah. You have to really plan your profile and really put more thought into yeah. who you're going to be dating well, and what well, you're looking for. Think about it like this, ladies. You want to be a fine dining experience, not a drive through I like it. I like that. I like right. that. <laughs> Great analogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what other places should people be looking besides online? Do people still meet the old-fashioned way through friends or at bars? Okay, so I think the two best ways, if I were single and I were looking, I would do this. I would ask everybody I know. I'd ask all the married people mm-hmm. that I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would ask all the married people that I know that they introduce me to, to people that they know mm-hmm. that they think would be good matches for them. And that sometimes calls upon, like you have a husband, your husband goes to his office. And yes. who, does, who do you know? Mm-hmm. You know, who do you know for Jennifer? You know, who mm-hmm. do you know that might be a good match for her? Let's set her up. So and ca- so you engage your really, friends. Casting a really wide net. Yes. Mm-hmm. Engage Engage your friends. Tell Mm -hmm. them what you're looking for. Because then it's a personal connection. You're good friends. Mm -hmm. You're good friends. The ones that are happily married, too. Mm -hmm. Right. Don't ask the people that are bitter. Right? (laughs) Right? And don't like their spouses. That's not good. I mean, obviously, I'm a matchmaker. Not everybody can afford matchmaking services, but that is a way to go. Well, and that seems like it would be more personalized versus relying on an algorithm. Tell us more about your matchmaking. Like if somebody, let's say I'm, you know, I'm a single woman and I come to you and I say, I'd like to start doing this. I really want to meet my soulmate. What's your advice? How would you start them off? Well, I would want to know who they are, what their experience has been, and what it is that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is because I have a niche uh, in matchmaking. I don't take everybody on and it's a very boutique-y type uh, deal. I have have my bubble, you know, I have Mm -hmm. my, my, people and and it makes it easy because my database is full of people that would like each other that mm-hmm. would have a lot in common that lifestyle and looks and success and things like that so first I have to make sure that they're my client and I have what they're looking for mm-hmm. because um, in a sense I'm kind of a recruiter matchmakers are kind of recruiters sure. um, I I will say I will not take on like old men that want young girls. I won't do that. I'm in it for love and I want people to fall in love. It's not like gold diggers are us. What about middle-aged ladies that might be looking for a younger guy asking for a friend? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. Not so much. Uh, uh, No, because I still stand with you have there's a age range you need to stay within that works for you where you have common interests common goals common beliefs common music come you know there's just there's certain things that you're going to be able to share with somebody and not share with somebody and yes there are people that will fight with me about that there are some middle agers that are under the illusion um delusion delusion (laughs) (laughs) that um that i'm so young at heart and I look good for my age that I need somebody younger. I don't do well with people my age. There's nothing better than somebody who tells you how great they look. Oh yeah. <laughs> and how young they look and how they're so much better with younger people. Yeah. It's like if you could just here's a mirror. Let me, you know, it, it, this is a real mirror. Like let's look in this and and it's not just about the looks but it is it's about mentality and all of that stuff. That's and I get so it. so wise. I agree with you because I have friends, girlfriends who got divorced 
and were very financially secure. And mm-hmm. so they started dating guys 20 years younger. And guess what? It's not working out after a while. I mean, I, I said, great, she's having a good time, whatever, but eventually he's going to want to have a kid and this is what's going to happen. And it did. And it just didn't, it didn't work either way. I get what you're saying. Right. They didn't have enough in common. Right. And long-term goals. Yeah. So you got to think about that. These guys that want younger women, it's like, well, then you better be ready to have kids because, mm-hmm. you know, she may tell you whatever she wants to tell you, but you know, then next week you're going to show up with a positive pregnancy test. What are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. You know? What are you going to do? Cause she's having your baby. Well, and the other thing you said that's just so valid is, um, is just saying that people need to change their perspective. People go after the same thing over and over again. We all do that in our lives for different reasons. And you have to say, stop this. It's yeah. not working. Break what is not cycle. working. Yeah. You know, it's funny. When I was single, um, before I found the right person for me, I remember always dating the wrong guys. Always dating. I had the best looking guy. I walked in. The best looking guy in the room was mine. I was like, okay, there he is. I'm going after him. <laughs> and that was the one thing I learned myself. And I try to teach people through it. When I walked in the room, I still saw the best looking guy. I went, yep, there he is. That's not my guy anymore. And then I... I even would tell them I'm not dating you anymore. You're not you're the kind of guy I don't date anymore. And I would go for different types of men. Right. After that. It's a conscious process. Sure. You'll still be attracted to that same Mm -hmm. thing, Mm -hmm. but you need to mentally overcome it and be smarter than it. Right. Well, let's say that we have found that wonderful relationship and everything's going great. How do we keep it going? Well, obviously connection. I think people in a busy world don't stay connected. They don't go on dates anymore. They don't talk to their spouse when they come home. Women that are married and have children can get very wrapped up in raising children and losing touch with their husband. Right. Um, And it is all about maintaining that connection with your significant other and keeping that connection. And the one thing I would say to women, because I'm sure there's a lot of women listening, uh, men still thrive on challenge. And it's in their blood. You can't, you're not going to take that out of a man. So you need to keep your man on his toes. I mean, it is important, however you do that. I mean, I, that's kind of a private discussion after this. But I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's really important, though, to always keep a man challenged within your relationship. Keep him engaged. Keep him even if it's wandering a little bit like I don't it's it's a it's a fine line because you're not playing a game, but it's keeping your man enticed and challenged and in love with you the same way you did when you were courting him. I have always said that to my single friends mm-hmm. because I said, listen, I might be in a happy marriage. It doesn't mean I don't have to work on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and so you always want to keep doing that. Yes. Marriage is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, this has been such a great conversation, and we're going to come back after this break because we've got questions from our audience. Stay tuned. Martha and I would like to personally thank all of the fans of the Bubble Lounge podcast. We truly appreciate the feedback people like Sherry and Kathy and so many others have given to us. Your support encourages us week after week to keep the Bubble Lounge podcast going. It is women like you that make our community special. And if you enjoy this show, please help us spread the word on social media. Whether you use Facebook or Nextdoor Instagram, please take a moment and share it with your friends. Your help means a lot to us. So many women in the neighborhood have told us how much they have enjoyed this podcast. And with your help, we can share the show with many more. Welcome back from the break. And Martha, I think we have some questions from our audience. We do. We had several that were submitted and get ready because our listeners are apparently a little sassy. 
(laughs) (laughs) So prepare yourself. Do we have some martinis in here? (laughs) Exactly. So here's the first one. How often should a married couple that has teenagers have sex? Okay. Interesting question. Um, (laughs) I think it depends on the couple. I would think so. And I think that's a conversation the couple needs to have. I mean, I... I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here. Yes, there needs to be regular sex. And because there's an intimacy that takes place and a connection that takes place when a couple connects like that. But they need to talk about that. Honey, what do you need? What would you like? I will make the, you know, we'll, let's, we'll make it work. However we need to with our, with our teenage children with schedules. I want to make sure I schedule you in. You're that important. So, you know, that's. That's important. I mean, so, yes. so put it on your calendar. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's no mentally. Re- yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, though, it's OK to physically put it on your calendar. So, you know, like, just to be able to say like Wednesday nights, our kids have this activity and um, they're gone. Let's have a date night or let's have our time. We don't have to go anywhere. We could make dinner at home. We could stay at home and stay get in bed. We could do whatever we want to do, but have time slots set aside. And the other thing too, it's just like people go to work. You can schedule couple time. Like mom and dad are going to work. My parents did it. They totally did it. <laughs> no, that's why we have five kids in my family. I get it now. <laughs> but, but they would literally shut us out. Like, you guys go to bed at nine and we're done. Mm-hmm. Where they go, they'd go in their room and they would spend their time watching TV or doing whatever they were doing. But, <laughs> but it was a boundary. It was at the end of the day, it was a boundary. And it taught the kids, taught us too to have boundaries and to understand that that's mom and dad's time. And guess what? They're still married after you know, 60 some odd years, they're still married. And yeah, don't use your kids as an excuse. Because that sounds more like an excuse to me than it does anything because there's always time for people in your life. Good to know. Great advice. Well, here's another question. Why has it become the norm to share nude photos? (laughs) Okay, so nude photos. Mm -hmm. Um, I have no idea. It blows my mind. Is it happening? It's happening. But do you know, I I don't know about you ladies, but you guys have been married for a long time. I've gotten 20 long years. One nude photo in my life, <laughs> and I erased it within seconds. I was so, like, it was some young guy that I knew that I saw, saw at a concert that I hadn't seen in a while. I've gotten one. Nobody would ever send me nude photos. Why? Because I don't put the energy out there that I would accept it or allow it. Going back to boundaries. Wait a second, though. I get them. I have weird fans on Facebook. <laughs> And I get videos and pictures of them, like, from all over the world. I just unfriend them right away. Oh, But I guess it's because it's professional. That's not professional. (laughs) What I mean is it's a professional site. So I accept the friendships. And then I have to go through. Oh, got it. And knock them out. I've gotten much more particular about adding people. And I am very particular on my sites, too. I check everybody out if they look, if they're you know, if their friends look like all beautiful females and, you know, and I see racy pictures or posts, they're out. Yep. Um, I'm very careful about, you have to be very careful these days. Well, I'm careful about just, just men. Like, like literally if I get like 50 friend requests in one day from a bunch of men, I'm like, what happened? Somebody pass a picture. Like, it's sort of weird. (laughs) People need to understand with pictures. You may think it's between you and another person, but I can tell you something, and I don't know if you guys have guy friends like I do, but they share it with their friends. They may say this is between us, but they're they're sitting around hanging out, having beers after work, and they're 
having a good time with those photos. So, and, and if there's ever a breakup or anything like that, those can be used against you. So you just, you got to be really, really careful. Our bodies are our temple. They're, you know, they're sacred. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think people need to be a little more careful with what they're sharing. And you know what? Then women complain that a man wants them just for sex and they've been sharing nude photos with them. They're setting themselves up. Yeah. They've done sex videos. So there you go. Exactly. (laughs) You know, you send them pictures of your, you know, I mean, no wonder. Yeah. Oh, no wonder. (laughs) Or, I mean, take it from there. That's a whole nother topic. You don't even have to send nudies out. I mean, if you go to these people, some of these people's Facebooks or Instagrams and they've got racy clothes on or, you know, Mm -hmm. every shot is cleavage. Guess what? Or you're in your bathing suit. Guess what? You're going to get hit on. Yeah. Then don't complain like, oh, my God, guys just want me for my body. Well, present yourself differently and it won't happen. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm super old fashioned that way because it is we what we put out there, we get back. So if you're getting something, there's a reason you're getting it. You got to look at what that is, regardless of it's uh, the quality of guys or or what you're dating or not dating or quality of, you know, people that are coming into your life. Okay, so you've got such great advice. So I have a question for you for women out there who would like to come use your services. Do you have different levels of entry or is it just one? Just one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just one. It's Mm -hmm. the same for women or men. I don't discriminate. Everybody needs to find love the same. And it's just as challenging for a man as it is for a woman. And is it for a period of a year? Uh, you, I have six month or a year. So okay. there's where we have options. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to keep it shorter um, because I have a higher success rate. I tend to find people quicker. I've gotten real lucky on my first try Great. a lot, several times. Yes. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for being here today. Tell people how they can find you. My website is lovegen with two N's, lovejenn.com. Jennifer Styers on Facebook. Um, follow my posts. Most important that, you know, you can get coaching and love advice there. Okay. I usually post every day. And uh, I'm on Instagram and all that. But if you go to my website, it'll take you to all my social media sites. Okay, you've been so helpful. What a great interview. Thanks so much. Thank you. There has been so much good inspiration today from Jennifer. Like, I really feel like I know how to freshen up my marriage. I know how to, if I were dating, what to do. And it makes me, I'm going to run home right now and get on (laughs) (laughs) FarmersOnly.com. I'm going back to Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) That's been this week's episode of the Bubble Lounge, and Nellie and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.